got to give a shout out to DSNY Newscast. Because they did a video recently where they talked about, you know, Mickey Mouse possibly being lost to public domain. Now, they did mention that the only Mickey Mouse that would be heading in that direction on January 1st of next year would be the early 1921s from, you know, Steamboat Willie, Playing Crazy, and so on. But what they did mention in the video is that it seems that Disney has found a way to, you know, I guess you could say elude you know, the public domain for the early works of Mickey in a unique way. You see, obviously knowing that this time was going to be, you know, just around the corner, this moment was, you know, historically was just around the corner, they basically made and, you know, came up, I should say, not made, but came up with an idea to utilize a part of the Steamboat Willie short with Mickey behind the steering wheel of the boat as an as part of the introductory uh, image when it comes to the animated projects, whether it's movies, short, uh, shows, or shorts. And by doing so, they basically now have ownership of that. That's basically copyrighted under them. So by kind of making that unique little, uh, I guess you could say, change in arrangement, it is kind of put Steamboat Willie in a situation to where, yeah, it is going to go to public domain, but if anybody tries to use the Steamboat Willie image of Mickey from that, it's not going to you know, work out very well for them. We'll put it that way. It's not going to work out very well for them. So, yeah, the only uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse shorts from back then in the late 20s that people have to look at as possibilities to, um, you know, uh, I guess make profit off of in public domain is from, play, like I said, from shorts like Playing Crazy and so on. But, you know, again, D DSNY Newscast did bring up something a little interesting as well. You see, even though they know that the non-late 1920s versions of Mickey and Minnie are entering public domain and could be utilized for profit, they did acknowledge that another character that was a Disney original... Um, before Mickey, that being Oswald, who Disney ended up getting back in the past decade or so, uh, excuse me there, um, Oswald entered public domain this year. But what's interesting is what they pointed out. You see, DSNY Newscast pointed out the fact that last month, you know, in December of 2022, we saw the debut online, and I'm pretty sure before this theatrically, of an all-new Oswald the Lucky Rabbit short. Basically drawn in the same style as the original 1920s. But why did Disney do this? Why did they do this basically in the last few months uh, before you know, Oswald entered public domain? Very simple. To make it harder for anybody to want to use Oswald in any shape or form. Yeah. They did this basically to make sure nobody would use Oswald or his girlfriend Odessa in any shape or form. That is a fact. That is a fact. Now, people might say, well, that's kind of petty on their part because they know what they should have just known what was going to happen and allow it to happen. That's true. But I think ever since the early works of Winnie the Pooh went into public domain, let's just say that, in my opinion, woke, the, woke them up. 
It woke them up and made them realize, oh crap, the same could be the same thing that's happened with Winnie the Pooh, you know, with the upcoming Blood and Honey movie that will get a theatrical run uh, next month because everybody's talking about it and I'm surprised this is even happening. And I'll probably intrigued to see what it's about. To avoid a similar situation happening with Oswald and then eventually Mickey Mouse, you know, Disney basically said, look, we gotta, you know, we gotta fix this. We gotta make sure that even though Oswald does enter public domain, that we still have a hold of him. We still have, you know, control over the character, you know, over the IP. So thus, we ended up getting this new short. But not only that, not only that, but people will point out that Disney, well, DSNY Newscast pointed this out, and other people pointed it out, I should say, that Disney also debuted a new uh, commercial advertisement, if you will, for France, using Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. They also acknowledged that recently Disney has brought Oswald and his girlfriend Odessita, um, easy for me to say, you know, into the parks to meet and greet with. So essentially what DSNY newscast and others have uh, basically said and pointed out to me and anybody else that's paying attention to this is that Disney is covering all their bases. Yeah, Disney is covering each and every one of their bases to make sure that what's going on or what has happened with Winnie the Pooh, even though it's based on the early works, doesn't happen, like I said, to their properties. Now, they did point out that other Disney characters will enter public domain in the next several years, basically around 27 and 28, that being Donald Duck, then that being Goofy. And I guarantee you that finding a way to get around, you know, Mickey, you're going into public domain, the early works of Mickey Mouse going into public domain, Mickey and Minnie, that is, going into the public domain next year, as well as Oswald going, Oswald and his girlfriend, Odessa, going into public domain this year, I guarantee you Disney's going to be coming up with some ideas throughout the next several years to use the classic styles of Donald and Goofy to make sure none of them enter public domain. And let's not also forget this, too. Let's not also forget this, too. Clarabelle Cow and Horse Horse Color will also enter public domain within the next couple of years, if not probably next year as well. And if that's the case, then knowing Disney, they still value those characters like they've been doing recently, giving them another shot in the arm, then basically, I guarantee, we'll be seeing more classic designs of Clarabelle and Horace Horse Color show up in the next few years or in the next several months um, as well to avoid um, that situation or at least find a way around it to where, yeah, the characters will be put in the public domain, but it won't be so easy to use them like a lot of people are thinking it will be. And that's pretty much a fact. Now, he also brought up the fact that Disney's not the only major studio having to probably, you know, work against this or at least find a way around this. He brought up that Warner Brothers and a lot of their properties, Warner Brothers Discovery, that is, and a lot of their properties will also face public domain uh, possibilities within the next decade. You know, that being Batman, that being Superman, and then, of course, the Looney Tunes like Porky, Bugs, and Daffy and Elmer. Now... Will Warner Brothers do what they can? Will Warner Brothers Discovery do what they can to keep a lot of those properties under the belt? Probably. Probably. 
especially if like the DC stuff is applying for the next 10 years, uh, you know, as they're saying, as James Gunn and all of them are saying, you know, uh, becomes a success profitably, then yeah, there's no doubt they're going to do what they can to make, to uh, retain, you know, the works, you know, the early works, I should say, or basically all works, let's put it that way, of Batman and Superman and even Wonder Woman when the time comes up for them to go into public domain. You know, the same with the Looney Tunes. If they decide to come up with some new ideas for the Looney Tunes, you know, by, you know, finding a way to utilize the classic designs, then, yeah, you can, you can bet your boot, as Santa would say in Frosty the Snowman, that they're going to find a way to do so. They will find a way to utilize the classic designs to make sure it gets harder, or is hard, I should say, for anybody to, you know, use those characters, use, or use the design of those characters in any shape or form once they hit the public domain. So, yeah, a lot of studios, you know, starting with Disney right now, uh, are definitely finding ways, or at least coming up with ways, to get around the whole public domain deal. And one and thing is, you can't blame them. You can't blame them because, again, Disney, knowing what potentially could, could have happened with Oswald and Odessa, and potentially what could happen with Mickey and Minnie, Disney's like, you know, they like I said, they saw what happened with Winnie the Pooh, even ba- even though it's based on the early works that are public domain. They saw what happened there and said, uh, screw this, screw this, we are going to make sure that doesn't happen again. And off to the races they went with the new Oswald short and the incorporation of the Steamboat Willie image uh, before, and a- before and after all their animated projects to make sure it gets a lot harder um, down the line. It gets a lot harder down the line. Now, does that mean, though, like I said, the um, playing crazy designs of Mickey and Minnie are safe? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean they're safe. What it means is if Disney doesn't find a way to utilize those, which I'm pretty sure they'll find a way to do so, those two could end up in a situation similar to Winnie the Pooh. In other words, people will be able to utilize those designs and not the ones that you know Disney's finding a way to kind of prevent from happening as we get, a pro- get closer to the date of, pub- of public domainship you know, for, for the characters. But yeah, they're doing what they can. They're finding loopholes. And again, like I said, you can't blame them or anybody else, especially seeing what's going on with Winnie the Pooh, which is why I think the Blood and Honey movie is getting so much attention because of the fact that now people are curious, you know, what other, you know, characters that will enter public domain could follow suit. And by getting that kind of attention with that kind of a question, these studios are like, oh, heck no, that ain't going to happen. Let's find a way around it. Let's either try to retain these characters, you know, all the way through, or let's try to find a way to avoid, you know, them being used in public domain even once, even after they go into it, like they've done with Oswald and obviously what they plan to do with Mickey. But yeah, um, the video overall was very informative. It really was, and you know, they did bring up the fact that Disney, you know, the classic animated library and even live action movie library is, you know, somewhat based off of you know public domain. You know, all the early works, you know, from the classic fairy tales, from Frozen, Snow White, you know, 
Alice in Wonderland, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, you know, uh, what else? Uh, I, I got to think, what else? You know, um, Aladdin, I think, yeah, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Sleeping Beauty, Pinocchio, you know, Cinderella, uh, you name it, you know. Hercules, Tarzan, all these are public, all these are stories that are in the public domain. These are stories that are in the public domain that any, that basically anybody can look at and utilize any way they want. I mean, why do you think we got not one, but three Pinocchio films last year? And the last one being, you know, the darkest, if you will. It's because the story's in public domain. Disney can't argue and say, oh, you're using our character. No, they're not using the design of the character. They're using a different design. So, yeah, it's, um, so yeah, it's really, um, so it's really an interesting time frame, if you will, interesting scenario. But yeah, you know, they, you know, they basically said, you know, Disney has had a history of doing this themselves. But the catch that I don't think they brought up as I mentioned, is Disney's using, you know, is creating their own unique designs for the characters and not the designs that people know of. I mean, I mentioned Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. They brought that up saying that within the 19, I think, what is it, the 2030s, I believe, you know, that's when Snow White, well, not the 2030s, but basically the 2040s, yeah, I think around 2046 is when Snow White, or 2045, one of them, is when Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs will enter public domain. So in other words, let's say YouTube is still around by then, which it should be, you know, and hopefully maybe in the eyes of a lot of folks is kind of a hybrid of what it was when it started and so on. Basically evolved, basically evolved to a point that, you know, um, isn't as, you know, confusing as it is now with its algorithms and all that. But basically, a lot of people, a lot of people won't have to worry about Disney copywriting them with showing, you know, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs on YouTube for free because it would be public domain. But again, this is one of those situations where Disney's probably going to try to, you know, work a way around that and make sure they retain some of that um, version of Snow White as the years go on. You know, even if it goes in the public domain. But yeah, it's an interesting time. It is an interesting, interesting time for uh, Disney, for studios like Disney and even Warner Brothers and such. Because, again, I think with with what happened with Winnie the Pooh and Blood and Honey and everything, I think, excuse me there, I think that woke everybody up. I really do. I think it woke everybody up with the attention it got and made them realize, hey, we cannot let what happened with Winnie the Pooh, even though it's the early works, to happen to Mickey, Minnie, Oswald, Odessita, or anybody else. We got to make sure to find a way to keep that and prevent that from happening. And I think that's what we're getting. I think that's I, I think basically that's what we're getting right now. I think studios, as I mentioned, are opening their eyes and realizing, yeah, we better do something before it's too late. But what do you guys think? What do you guys think about the whole situation with Mickey Mouse going into public domain in 2024, possibly? Do you think Disney will do what they can to not only keep a hold of that, just like they did with Oswald? Do you think maybe they'll try to retain that? 
you know, so they don't have to worry about public domain for the next 95 years again or whatever. What are your thoughts? Comment below, live chat, donor premiere, like the video. You will get a podcast version of this on my BW Roses Discussions podcast and all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. But guys, give me your thoughts, and until next time, I am out.